to The Fulfilled Accountant, the podcast that teaches you how to actually enjoy your work as an accounting or finance professional and have a life. Learn the tools to live with less stress and feel fulfilled, happy, and valuable while also creating the success you desire in your career. If you're finished playing the game by outdated rules, you're in the right place. I'm your host, former accountant and multi-passionate entrepreneur turned life coach, Sarah Nemechek. In the world of finance and accounting, there's a general expectation of perfection from you as the financial expert. You expect yourself to know the answer to anything and everything that a client might pose to you. And you expect yourself to never be wrong, misunderstood, or make the wrong decision on behalf of your client. That's a lot of pressure. And it's pressure that can create a lot of stress for you. You likely also derive some pride from maintaining this high level of expertise and perfection. And you feel pressure to continue to perform at your high level all the time. Unfortunately, no matter how hard you work to always be perfect and get it right, there will always be times when you make mistakes. That's what we're talking about today. What happens when you make a mistake? Your mistake could be something huge that costs your client money, or it could be really small and really only impact your pride. Both can feel equally terrible in the moment. And that is why it's so important to have this conversation today. We want to put perfection and mistakes into perspective and give you a framework to work with when the inevitable mistakes do happen. Because no matter what mistakes you make, you will live through it and want to have a plan for how to move forward, correct your errors, maintain a relationship with your client, and still love yourself enough to keep showing up instead of throwing in the towel or hiding in shame for days or weeks. Yes, I know that's what happens way too often for so many of us, myself included. Today, I'm going to talk about three main things that can help you move through your mistakes. First, we'll talk about why mistakes happen. Then we'll talk about why they seem like such a problem, but aren't actually as terrible as you make them out to be. And finally, we'll talk about what you can do the next time that you do make a mistake. Let's start by talking about why mistakes happen in the first place. Mistakes happen for all sorts of reasons and on all sorts of scales. Some may be mistakes from lack of knowledge or experience on your part. Those are probably the ones that you're actually most focused on avoiding, and those are the mistakes that are probably the least likely to happen because you do work so hard to maintain and continually increase your skills and knowledge. So we won't focus on those today because I'm pretty sure you have those on lockdown, even if you don't believe me on that. If you're here, I know that you're an expert and that you care deeply about your work. The more likely mistakes that you'll encounter are the ones that happen because you're overworking, overthinking, and overperfectioning. Okay, I don't think that last one is an actual term yet, but the point is, the harder you work to ensure that you always perform perfectly, the more likely you'll overlook something or make a mistake because you're tired, stressed, or distracted. For a lot of financial and accounting folks, this looks like constantly researching, avoiding difficult conversations with clients, asking way too many cover-your-ass questions, and not enough actually useful questions, turning away work or avoiding projects that feel challenging, even if they are lucrative and interesting to you, keeping prices low because you fear charging too much and then being stuck with being wrong and feeling stupid because you charge too much, keeping work predictable procrastinating work, missing deadlines, holding on to work until the last minute, not asking questions when you are uncertain, and so many other counterproductive things. It also looks like not taking time off, not getting enough sleep, and not making time for yourself. I can't tell you how many times I would be working late at night trying to solve some complicated math problem or researching some accounting issue, 
And I would either finish it up really late and practically fall asleep driving home or forget to turn on my headlights for half the drive home and wonder why people were trying to kill me and hit me or give up eventually, go to sleep and then come back to it fresh in the morning. Either way, when I revisited the matter in the morning, guess what almost always happened? I either figured it out really fast and wondered why I didn't just let it go the night before. Or when I reviewed what I thought was a beautiful, finished, correct answer, I would find tons of errors and mistakes. All because I wanted to push through, get it done on an arbitrary schedule, and impress someone, usually just myself. So if this sounds like you, know that you are not alone. I think almost every one of my clients has talked about a time this sort of thing happened for them. Mistakes also happen because that's just the nature of life. Humans are not perfect communicators. What one person says and means is not always what another person hears and understands. We bring a lot of our own assumptions and biases into almost every conversation and task that we have. We put a lot of meaning into what other people say, and we assume that other people have the same interpretation of the circumstances and words that we say. This is where learning to slow down our communication, read other people, be patient, ask better questions and more questions, and learning how our emotions and biases drastically impact our work can completely change the way we work and the types of mistakes that do or don't happen. Finally, we all have human brains that don't always want to do the difficult things, like ask what feel like redundant or dumb questions, or push back on requests that don't make sense to us with the information we have. We don't want to feel embarrassed for asking a question that we think we should know the answer to. We don't want to ask clients questions if we don't have to, so we try to figure it out on our own. And all of that leads to mistakes. So mistakes happen for lots of reasons, most of which can't be fully anticipated or avoided. Understanding this can help with the next piece of not making mistakes the problem that you think they are right now. So why are mistakes such a problem anyway? I get it. When it comes to working with people's money, mistakes can be a big deal. Yes, you want to avoid them. And it certainly doesn't make you feel better when you see some of the big failures in the industry being highly publicized and scrutinized in the media. It's enough to keep a lot of people out of the financial accounting industries. And it's why you showing up and moving forward through mistakes is even more important. Your clients need you, and there are only so many people like you available to help them. All that said, however, most of the day-to-day pressure that you feel about making mistakes is actually pressure that you're putting on yourself. Think about the mistakes that you really fear. Think about the decisions and actions that you tend to avoid because you don't want to make a mistake. Think about the extra time you spend worrying about possible mistakes or errors and the overthinking and over-researching that you might be doing to avoid them. Exhausting? I feel exhausted when I hear some of the stories my clients share about all this extra mental labor they go through every day. And why exactly are you working so hard to avoid a mistake? What will happen if you do make a mistake? Actually back up even further than that and define the mistakes that you want to avoid. What kind of errors are you worried about? My guess is you actually have a whole list of them that run through your mind, maybe not constantly, but fairly regularly, and they give you a lot of bad, nervous feelings. For some of my clients, their potential and actual mistakes that keep them up at night include making a call on which states to file income or sales tax in when a business is expanding. It could be making an investment recommendation that doesn't pan out for the client or that the client misinterprets and does wrong. Or maybe it's filing a client's tax extension based on outdated or incorrect information because of a failure in communication and then realizing later that they actually owed a lot of money. It could be an error in a spreadsheet formula. Maybe you misclassify an expense, recognize revenue in the wrong period, or miscalculate cash or revenue projections. Whatever the mistake is, guess what? You can recover and take action to fix the mistake and mitigate its impact. 
In fact, I don't think that's really even a question for you. I think you know that already. So why is it a problem that a mistake was made? It's because of what you make it mean about you or about your firm or your team in general. To you, it could mean you're careless, inexperienced, stupid, lazy, forgetful, a failure. It means you were wrong, that you let someone down, or that you're less than perfect. And worst of all, we like to take it here, it means you can never show your face again, you're going to lose your client, your job, and your reputation, and you'll be living on the street tomorrow. Did that get a little extreme? Sure. But does your brain go there? I guarantee it does sometimes. And when you entertain these thoughts, think about the feelings that come with them. You probably are feeling things like disappointed, angry, worried, scared, embarrassed, mortified, ashamed. Insert any unpleasant feeling that happens for you here. No wonder making mistakes feels like such a terrible thing that you want to avoid. Okay, now that we've got that out of the way and we know why making mistake feels so terrible, what are the actual facts around making mistake? Basically, an error was made. Since you are an expert who cares deeply about your work, That mistake was probably not made lightly or on purpose. And no matter how much you want to beat yourself up and make it mean you are a problem, that's not the meaning of it. And you know what? Your clients don't generally expect perfection from you. Instead, they expect you to be human, to ask questions, to guide them, and to do your best. And you can heavily impact what they expect by communicating clearly, upfront, and regularly. You can manage what they expect by educating them about the nature of the work, about what is involved, about deadlines and information that you need from them to help you do your job right. And you can help them understand that there is always risk involved in making any financial decision or taking any stance on an accounting issue, claiming a deduction, making an investment, basically any activity that you are guiding them through in a financial or accounting setting. So I'm not telling you to onboard your clients and tell them to expect tons of errors and that if they're lucky, you might occasionally get something right with their money. What I do want is for you to first cut yourself a little slack and then understand what perfectionism you're working with and modify things for yourself. Mistakes will happen. They may be annoying and frustrating, but they are also normal and manageable. When you can normalize mistakes, set the expectation that they will happen from time to time, and remember that you are equipped to handle them, they become much less of a problem and much more of a manageable and ordinary part of your life. So much less pressure as you perform all your work, right? And finally, probably the piece you've been waiting for. What can you do when you realize that you have made a mistake? I think we've established that it's inevitable that you are going to make a mistake at some point in your career. Okay, actually, it's going to happen lots of times. You're going to make several of them. But now that you know it doesn't have to be a major crisis that debilitates you and destroys your firm or your career, let's talk about how to best navigate when that inevitable mistake happens. First, when a mistake happens, it might be your mistake or it might be a mistake made by a staff, a peer, or supervisor, or even your client. No matter who is ultimately to blame for the mistake, I want you to keep everything I'm talking about here in mind. Navigating any mistake is the same, regardless of who's to blame. And laying blame for the sake of blaming and directing attention and discomfort away from yourself isn't helpful to anyone. It doesn't make you look better. It doesn't erase the mistake happened. It doesn't make correcting or solving the matter at hand any easier. So assume you're all on the same team, working toward the same goal of fixing and improving. So a mistake happens. It comes to your attention. First, breathe. If you feel panicked or tense in any way, try counting to five and taking three to five slow breaths. This helps you reset your nervous system and access your prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that can think logically and analytically when it counts. 
My dad used to talk about when he was a pilot, if something like an alarm went off while they're up in a plane or something, they would reset the clock. That was what they trained their brains to do because it would give them something to focus on and remove them from the moment of panic. It would give them a very normal pattern. That's what you're doing with those breaths, just distracting yourself from the panic response and bringing yourself back to a place of calm because you don't want to try to fix anything while you feel panicked. If you do that, everything you do will be done from the guidance of your primitive brain, which is all about survival and protecting your safety and not about actually solving problems. Once you can think with a clear head and mostly calm feeling, you want to start by acknowledging the error. Identify the facts. What actually is wrong? Break it down to actual facts and remove the drama and story around it. Be very clear with yourself and communicate it clearly with anyone involved. And once you've done that, simply take the actions, move forward, and forgive yourself. Do you eventually want to figure out what led to the mistake and then design a process to avoid similar issues or errors in the future? Absolutely. But what isn't useful is doing that in the moment from the place of panic, drama, victimhood, blame, whatever, when you're feeling all that distress and unsafety. Once the situation has fully been taken care of, that's when you want to do a debrief. That's the time to learn from the mistakes. When you're calm and have already solved for it, it's so much easier to see your mistakes as an opportunity to identify gaps in processes, lines of communication, skills, lapses in self-care like we talked about earlier, not getting enough sleep and stuff, or whatever was the cause. And that's what mistakes ultimately are, opportunities to learn and improve. And where appropriate, apologize for oversights, errors, and items that you determine are preventable. Be a normal human. Explain what you've done to correct the error and mitigate the risk of a repeat occurrence in the future. There is no need to grovel and act like you're the worst human who ever lived. That's kind of weird and uncomfortable for everyone. And you don't need to be a dick about it and like deflect any blame from yourself. Be responsible and move forward. Studies actually show that customers who have been through an issue with a service provider and had it corrected to their satisfaction are often more loyal and likely to recommend you than customers who have never had an issue. I think the experience of working through something and witnessing how you handle it can really help a client learn just how much you value them and how skilled and professional you really are. Finally, check in with yourself and give yourself props for moving through the mistake and handling it so well. Acknowledge to yourself that you are still a lovable, worthy human, completely capable and worthy of your job, your business, or your career. You may be laughing while I say this, but too many people curl up and hide after an upsetting event like making a mistake for a client. They let it mean so many negative things about themselves that they stop showing up and serving their clients fully. They start to hide. They start to shrink. Don't be that person. You still have what it takes to be awesome and your clients still want to work with you. Okay, let's recap briefly here. Mistakes happen for all sorts of reasons, none of which are because you're inherently problematic and incompetent. They can't always be prevented, no matter how hard you try to be perfect. Mistakes will happen, even to the most intelligent, diligent, careful, perfect people. Mistakes feel like a big problem because of what you make them mean about you. When you take out the drama and simply look at the facts of any mistake, you can quickly see a solution and realize that you are not a terrible human who failed the world. And finally, the next time you make a mistake, you now know how to assess the facts, remove the drama, correct the situation, and keep moving forward with your work, your clients, and your life. Notice that nowhere today did I talk about a foolproof way to avoid mistakes. That's one of the key things I want you to take away from this episode. There is no point in working harder to avoid mistakes. You already spend a lot of time and energy there. And while it's great to improve your skills and put systems in place to mitigate risk and simplify processes, it is simply impossible to 100% avoid mistakes. 
So stop making that your goal. Spend more time looking at the bigger picture of the work you do, the service you provide, and the results your clients seek from you. When the fear of making a mistake is not your underlying driver behind your work, your client relationships will feel lighter and more engaging. You'll be open to bigger and more exciting opportunities. And you'll get a lot more done with less stress and less time. Fun bonus, right? So put all this to the test this week. Notice when you're feeling stressed about a possible mistake and avoiding taking action because of it. Or if you do make a mistake this week, go through the things we talked about here to help you move forward from the drama around the mistake and focus on the growth and moving forward with the client. You will enjoy your work more and you'll probably get more done with less stress while you're at it. Have a great week. Thanks for tuning in and remember to come back for more each week to keep your brain operating at its highest level so you can enjoy your accounting and finance career while also having a life you love. Want even more tips on living a life you love while feeling less stressed and more fulfilled in your accounting and finance work? Get on my email list where I share new perspectives every week. Seriously, I think you'll enjoy these emails. Sign up at the link in the show notes or by visiting my website at sarahnemachek.com. Thank you.